Hey, Cody. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Good. Excellent. Okay, perfect. Um, so hopefully we can actually cut this and tidy it up um, at the beginning so that we, okay. we have it fresh, but maybe we can't. So maybe people who are listening to this will just hear us rabbiting on for the first 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that That works. Okay, cool. But this is the first episode kicking it across the pond is the name that you came up with right that's correct i I think it's perfect because uh we're we're obviously across the pond and uh (laughs) and and we're talking about football slash soccer (laughs) we are we are indeed and um we're probably gonna focus of this whole podcast series on the fantasy premier league um fantasy football right so the one that we're taking part in but of course it goes across anything to do with the premier league because if you're if you're taking part in another fantasy football um platform the players the um transfers all that kind of stuff it is still all relevant isn't it absolutely absolutely yeah it's a it's a it's a fun uh fun take something that uh that you know i'm i'm new to but uh, don't tell don't tell any of my buddies, but I like English fantasy football better than the American fantasy football. <laughs> brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well, and maybe maybe you should uh, give a little bit of introduction as to how you did last year. Obviously, you'd never really watched an English soccer match before, an English football match before, and I invited you to our league that we'd put together, and you ended up winning. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, so I I I live live in Memphis, so soccer or, or football um, isn't really big here. We are getting a USL team though, a minor league to the MSL, so that's really exciting. But um, I I grew up not really into soccer or football. Um, I guess I was a I would get interested once every every four years, uh, you know, when the world world cup happened, uh, cause the world cup is a really exciting time. Even, even in America, it feels like it's the one event where if you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant or, or something like that, uh, everyone in the bar is cheering for the same team. And that, that typically doesn't happen in other sports in the NBA or, or college football or anything like that. Um, yeah. so that was really contagious. Um, but I never really, you know, they Premier League games over in the United States happen at weird times, um, and I was never up for it until um, my wife and I, we had our first child last year uh, in July, so it was perfect for the Premier League. And Chris, uh, we, we worked together, and, and there, was a, <laughs> there was a work uh, fantasy league happening, and you know, half delirious with a, uh, with a newborn, I decided, hey, I'd, I'd sign up. And I think the first couple of weeks I had to even send my team over to you uh, to see if uh, if my, my players were actually like legitimate players and actually yeah. had had uh, had, had, you know, had playing time. So <laughs> and then I ended up I think I ended up I think after about five or six weeks, you were like firmly balancing yourself near the top and I was right down near the bottom. So I think I think you kind of moving along and actually um, picking 
your team and getting the confidence on it after those few weeks was probably the right thing to do. Otherwise, you would have ended up near me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I it fantasy football is fantasy football regardless. Um, but I I ended up uh, with with my newborn. I ended up having to be up at you know seven a.m. on on Saturday and Sunday mornings. So uh, so I won some brownie points by by taking the early shifts on the weekend and. Uh, me and the baby would just sit and watch uh, Premier League soccer. So, yeah. um, so, but it's it, it was addicting, and 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 I got hooked. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's funny because obviously I'm from uh, England originally, and I moved here just over a year ago to the United States, based in Washington D.C. So it's actually worked out really well for me as well because the first thing that I do on a Saturday and Sunday morning is watch these games. <laughs> so it's the perfect perfect way to start the weekend even for someone who doesn't have a child so um uh, you know um you can kind of get rid of all the football in the morning and then you've got the rest of the day ahead of you at the weekend so um yeah it's really exciting and obviously um your second season of of taking note of what's going on in the premier league um how do you think the first two weeks have gone it's we, it yeah it's been crazy uh you know the the heavyweights, the Man City and and Liverpool, they're they're still really good. Um, but it's interesting, you know. We don't we don't have a sport in the United States like the Premier League, where where there's three new teams every year. Um, so it, it's very interesting to see how these teams adapt to um, to that play. Um, so it's just been it's been really interesting. I, I think there's some. It's still too early. I think the World Cup made it difficult. Um, I think uh, some players might not be in form yet, still tired. Um, and then you never know. You never know who Pep's going to play. So while while Manchester City is is pretty essential, it's it's tough to pick the right guy. Um, so yeah. uh, so it's it's interesting for sure. Well, you say that, and it, and it, it is interesting because. I'm just looking through Manchester City's next few games and it's very, 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 very telling. So they beat Arsenal. Then they absolutely hammered Huddersfield. Their next game is against Wolves. Yeah, Their they're... next game is... The game after that is against Newcastle. The one after that is against Fulham. Yeah, <laughs> the they're... one after that is Cardiff. Then it's then it's Brighton, and then Liverpool. So their next five games are very very straightforward, or they should be. Do you think that Aguero or some getting a few Man City players is the right thing to do? I think you have to. I, yeah. um, I, I'm doubled up. I currently I'm doubled up on on Man City's uh, defense. I and I think it's pretty popular. Um, I actually. I'll, that's that was one of my transfers this week. I had two transfers, um, and the whole goal was to get Kane in. Um, but Aguero went nuts, and I started looking at these uh, Manchester City fixtures. And and you're right. I I I think the safest play is to have I have Ederson, and then I have Mindy, um, and then just take a shot on on one of their their forwards or midfielders. Uh, with yeah. with with KDB being out. Um, I think it's a little bit more helpful, but I would have. It's it's still. I feel like Pep just draws names out of a hat sometimes. 
<laughs> they're all so good, but that's a problem because you could have Aguero in your team, but maybe he won't play a whole game and therefore he may not score. But then another week he'll score a hat trick. Yeah, that yeah. honestly that that happened to me uh, this week, Chris. I had the captain on Aguero all week, um, but then I started getting nervous. I, you know, he he played he played ninety minutes in the first game. Um, and I was like, you know, maybe maybe he won't play a full ninety, so maybe I should put the captain on Salah. It's it's it feels like a safer bet. Thank goodness Salah got that late assist to get two assists. Um, but I'm still still kicking myself for taking the uh, the armband off of uh, off of Aguero. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, that's interesting because you've kind of got to weigh it up, and up front you it's not possible to have Salah. Kane and Aguero so if you're not going to have Aguero you're going to have to have Kane and then you've got to work out between Salah and then one of those two forwards who's going to get the captain's armband and at the moment to me it seems like I mean I've got Kane up front right now I am I feel quite tempted to actually take him out and put in Aguero for the next few games but then as you say he may not play yeah absolutely it's it's tough, and and Tottenham's fixtures are are not not as easy. Definitely not as easy as uh, no. uh, as Man City, but um, Tottenham. Man United, and then it's um, Watford, and then it's Liverpool, yeah, and then it's so, Brighton, and then Huddersfield. Yeah, and then you're Cardiff. Right. So right. I think after the next the next three games, the next three weeks that go by, after that, there's probably four or five fixtures where you think to yourself. You know, Spurs should be able to beat the likes of West Ham, and then it gets up to mid to end of October, and then Spurs v Man City. So that's um, that's when it starts to get a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm looking. I'm now since I since I burned my two transfers, I I, I normally wait to the end of the week to to transfer. Um, but I was nervous about my team value, um, and then Aguero played so well. I actually did my transfers on Sunday night. Uh, before the game week even even ended, wow. so so thank goodness uh, I don't have Juan Bissaka, um, who who got a red card. Like thank thank goodness my <laughs> my players stayed healthy. Um, yeah. But uh, what what were your transfers, if you don't mind? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had Josh King, and Josh King has just been terrible, and I think Wilson has outplayed him. Um, and then I had Eric Baye. Uh, for Man United, and Man United's defense just hasn't looked nearly as strong um, yeah. as as they were last year. So what I did, I had I saved my first week's transfer, so I had two free transfers. Um, so I went King uh, to uh, Jimenez for the Wolves, and I took out Eric Baye and went um, for Mindy for Manchester City. Yeah. So. Oh wow! Okay, that's good. I've, so, so I've, I've still got point four in the bank. So <laughs> that's, that's like me. I've got point four in the bank, but I've lost three hundred thousand on players decreasing in value. So I, I need to get rid of Smalling. I need to take him out. He, I thought he was going to be a starter for Man United, but he hasn't played yet. And then um, Yota for Wolves. I think he's worth keeping him. He's just had a a bad game um, last week instead of you know the first week he got an assist. I think. And then 
Brixton's decreased in value, but I think he's still worth keeping in and not having to worry about. So my main transfer out this this week with my one free transfer is going to be Smalling. And um, I'm not quite sure who to put in at the moment because at the moment I've got also Trippier, Mendy, Tompkins from Palace, and then also Daniels from Bournemouth. So I'm thinking maybe I'll go for a Burnley, um, a Burnley defender um, instead of Smalling and really save some money. I mean, I can get someone like uh, Tarkovsky in for right. five million, and he's scoring a lot of points. Um, right. Similarly, I could get someone in from Liverpool, such as Robertson, um, but he's six million. I'm, I'm just trying to think that maybe I'll go at the cheaper end of the market. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. good idea, and I, I think I actually, I, you know, I love Ericsson. Um, but I, and he's on my team now, but I'm a little nervous. Um, it felt like in, in the two early games that he was playing a little bit deeper and not getting this forward. And what's, what really concerns me is, is Trippier taking the free kicks. The last two free kicks I've, I've seen from Trippier, the, you know, the one against Fulham and then the one in the world cup, there's no reason take to take him off. And if, Erickson isn't taking free kicks anymore. That's uh, that that's that makes me a little nervous. Yeah. So his assists. So a question on that then. Um, a man who's scoring some goals for Liverpool at the moment is um, Mane. So yes, he's playing really well. He's valued at nine point eight. Um, I could afford him if I wanted to take out Erickson and put him in up with my four hundred thousand in the bank. Is he someone that? people should have in addition to Salah so you would actually go two Liverpool midfielders it's it's a it's a tough question I think um I'm I'm currently tripled up on Liverpool um but I have Robertson Salah and Firmino um you know Mane last year was really really strong but then he, he had an injury, and then he had the ban uh, for when he, he kicked Ederson. Um, so his season never really took off. Um, but he is he has performed really, really strong. Um, it almost makes you wonder if, if he's going to cut down on Salah's production, if you, yeah. should, if you should make the shift to Mane, and then that frees you up for more, more money for, I don't, for someone, say, Say like Sterling, um, or uh, or or someone like that. So yeah. it's it's really interesting, especially when you look at their next two games. Liverpool have got um, Brighton this weekend at home, and then they're playing Leicester away the following weekend. So, and then of course I think they've got um, Spurs the week the weekend after. So it seems like certainly for the next two weeks it might not be a bad idea to to see if you can get Mane or, or Salah in the team. I mean, I may consider it, though I'm more intent on trying to get that that smalling out of the team because he's he's kind of bringing my value down a little bit. So, so that'll be interesting to see how he continues. But you're right. I mean, his temperament and then also injuries. Um, just need to keep an eye on him. But um, yeah, yeah, he could be he could be the man. I don't know. I mean, you know, Salah. Obviously, he had that injury um, in the right right before the World Cup. In the yeah. uh, in the Champions League, yeah, yeah. So does does that make a difference to how his what his fitness is like, and is he back too quickly, and is he going to perform? I mean, you think that he he if he's playing, he he'll be he should be fit, but um, but who knows? 
Yeah, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Salah's Sal obviously performed really well. He's got a goal and, and two assists, I believe, so far this year. So he's still he's still performing really strong. But uh, when you have to give up thirteen million for him, it's if you yeah. if you if you can find a way to get him out and transfer those funds around your team, um, yeah. it can help. But I I agree with you. Anyone who is who is losing value for you right now, it's way too early in the season to be losing losing team value um yeah so that 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 persuaded me in my in my transfers earlier um earlier this week cool excellent and then um the other thing that i had on the talking points for this episode was any top tips on players so thinking about cheaper players that are performing uh performing really really well and you know there have been a couple of um, top performers. I mean, even if you look at how Cardiff are doing with their goalkeepers, the top performer at the moment with 22 points in the Premier League fancy football, and he's only 4.5 million. There's the likes of Cook for Bournemouth, who's 4.6 million. He's got a whole load of points. And then, um, Rich, Rich, oh, yeah, Rich R- yeah. yeah, Richardson, he's 6.8, really good value, 23 points. Yeah. It's a, uh... I, I like all of those guys that you mentioned, and uh, uh, I. But the only one I own is uh, Richarlson, and he's he's interesting because you know he he started really strong with Watford last year. Um, Everton's fixtures are pretty friendly for the next three weeks. Uh, they play Bournemouth, uh, Huddersfield, and West Ham, um, and he's scoring at such a high clip. You know he's got two goals. He has three goals actually. Um, and he even made a comment earlier this week that uh, that he wants to be the goal leader, which, or he wants to win the Golden Boot, which uh, <laughs> which seems a little difficult with the likes of you know Kane and and Salah still in the league and healthy. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, if if he's going to be shooting as much as he does, he 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 takes he takes a lot of shots. Um, yeah. And if you can still get on the the bandwagon um, at six point eight, it's He's he's still easy to manage into your team, um, yep. where you know Mane or or someone like that or, or Sterling um, might be a little bit more difficult to to find the funds. Six point eight, you can you can still find, I think. Yeah, and what what about Pedro as well for Chelsea? Pedro obviously he had a bit of a um, in and out season last year. wasn't playing every single game, but at six point six, I guess he started the season at six point five. He's performing really well. Um, he's he's got a couple of goals. Um, he's played both games so far. Um, under yeah. a new management, he could be someone who's a little bit of a mainstay in the team. Yeah, Chelsea has really surprised me so far. Um, the one thing I, I'm nervous about with Chelsea's midfielders is I, I, I it's kind of like Man City, but on a smaller degree. Uh, I don't know who's going to play because you know yeah. Hazard Hazard came off. Uh, came off the bench um, last week. So, uh, is it Willian? Is it uh, Pedro? Um, is it Conte? Is that I'm, I could be butchering all these people's names. Um, but <laughs> no, you got that right. It's cool. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I I really like Pedro. Um, I, I think he's been really strong, and Conte's been been really strong too. But uh, you just unsure this. This early in the year, it's it's tough to make too many changes because you don't yeah. you don't know 
if if these changes are are, are gonna gonna last for this season. Yeah, but the other interesting one from Chelsea was I I found a, a deep lying midfielder again. He's Jorginho, um, the Italian guy, and he I think he took the, a penalty for them in the first game. So I guess he's their penalty taker. So yeah. um, him and Kante are around five five or five point one million. So they're both probably going to be playing every game because of the style they play. They're going to pick up clean sheets. They're going to get probably at least three points every game. And then they're going to chip in with the odd goal or assist. So from a top performing team, they're probably good options. Yeah, I think so. I, I think they're, they're great value plays. Um, you know, they're, you know, at 5 million that, or that's probably going to be your fourth, maybe your fifth uh, midfielder. Um, so if you, if you can get someone who plays consistently for a top tier team at 5 million, um, I think, I think that's, that's a worthwhile gamble. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Arsenal have had a bit of an indifferent, um, start to the season and, um, I was just looking at Awobi. I think he scored in the first game and he's actually classified as a midfielder, but I think he plays up front for them when he plays. So he could also be a good buy at 5.5, as could um, Walcott, who left Arsenal and went to Everton. He's at about 6.5 and I think he's chipped him with a couple of goals as well. So he's kind of just behind Richarlson um, in yeah. terms of um, point scoring. So a couple of other good um, options there. Yeah, Walcott, Walcott burned me last year. I got him in. Um, shortly after he made the transfer, uh, I think he scored like on his on his first uh, first match uh, with Everton, and then he did absolutely nothing the rest of the year. So he he's burned me. So uh, burn me once, and I will never fall for you again. So Walcott <laughs> will never be in my team. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him out. That's right. But, yeah, that's interesting. So, um, is there anything else that we want to cover off here, or? Shall we save it for the second episode, which we'll do earlier next week, so we can go right in after game week three? Yeah. Unless we I want to th- run through our teams, do you want to run through our teams quickly? Sure, we can. We can run through your teams. Do you want to? You want to kick us off? Yeah, yeah I can. So, um, what I'll pick as a starting eleven, basically for um, this game week, I've got uh, Edison in goal. I've got Trippier, Daniels, and Mendy from Man City at the back. Um, I've got Ericsson. Yotta, Kante, Salah, and Schürrle from, from Fulham. Not sure whether he's going to play too much, though. That's a little bit of an issue. So I might choose to put in Tompkins from Palace as a fourth defender and have 4-4-2 formation. And then I've got Kane um, and currently Jimenez up front. Um, Jimenez obviously scored in his first match um, in English football, so for Wolves, but they're playing Man City, so I might even choose to drop in Camera um, from Fulham, who started against Spurs. They've got Burnley this week, so that could be quite an interesting game. Yeah, I, I think so too. And 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 uh, and Karma or Camera or however you say his name, <laughs> Camera, Camera, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, He's interesting because if he is playing 4.5, that's a great value um, at the forward. Um, So to run through my team really quick, um, I also have Ederson in goal. Um, Also have Mindy. Um, I have me uh, for Burnley, uh, Robertson, and Tompkins. That's my defense. 
And then I'm going Richarlson, Sala, Erickson, and Carney uh, from Fulham. He did not. He has not shown well in the past two um, pa- past two game weeks. So I'm. He's somebody I'm looking at getting out. And then my um, my my forwards are Firmino and Aguero. And currently my armband is on Sala because it's really hard to take the armband off Sala. But um, we'll we'll see. It, it might be another late night. Late night change, and I'm sure if that happens, Aguero will, will come on for, for 10 minutes against the Wolves. Yeah. Well, that's it, actually. I've got my captain's armband on Kane, and I'm hoping that he can score against Man United, but I might do what you're saying. Like, I might do a last-minute change and actually put it on Salah, I think. Yeah, it's so. it's a tough one for sure, because um, yeah. Man United, they they uh, they were torched by, by Brighton, which is really, really crazy, but you never know. That's yeah, why. That's absolutely. why we watch. <laughs> Who knows in the Premier League? That's so, right. Yeah. Great. Okay. So, I, unless there's anything you quickly mention, Cody, I think this could be the end of our first episode. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think. Uh, I think it was great to uh, to kick it off and introduce ourselves, and um, looking forward to another another great game week. Excellent. Okay. Cool. And. Um, to everyone that's listening, um, make sure you tune in for the next episode and we'll get a regular cadence on when we get these going out. So, you know, it'll be a certain day of shortly after the, the weekend of every week. Yep. Sounds great. All right. Excellent. Bye for now.